welcome to the Squats and Signs podcast hosted by USA National Team Head Coach Aaron Comesti and SNS Barbell Owner and Coach Joe Cristando. In this podcast, we go over various powerlifting topics in detail and use real-life examples to help you better understand key concepts. Welcome to Squats of Science Podcast, Episode 12. I'm Cho- Coach Joe Cristando, and I'm joined by Coach Arian Kamesi. And we have a guest with us today. It's Tommy Lynn Lavelle. Tommy, want to introduce yourself? Hey. Uh, yeah, my name's Tommy Lavelle. Uh, <laughs> shit, what do I say? Um, I'm a strongman competitor, uh, currently world's strongest man, uh, under 80 kilograms, uh, uh, I'm also the USS, which is United States Strongman Lightweight World Champion, uh, and I'm a two-time national uh, strongman champion, uh, all, all, all in the lightweight class. Uh, I guess you're picking that up. <laughs> I'm a yeah. little guy. <laughs> also, squ- squats and science, SNS barbell resident strongman. Oh, yeah. He's, Absolutely. He's, Strong boy. The one <laughs> throwing throwing bags of sand around, you know, that whole thing. Um, you can let everyone know too. How old are you, Tommy? Oh, I'll be thirty-eight in April. Hundred and five. Hundred and five. Yeah, I'm. I'm on my way to the to the masters division, but I, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna switch to masters. I, I want to keep upsetting you know twenty-two year olds. For for, for strong man, does master start at forty as well? Uh, it does. Yeah. So there there's there's the masters at forty, and then depending on which uh, which show it is, uh, you know, if there are enough competitors, I'll also have like a Masters 50 plus. Uh, but generally it's Masters lightweight and Masters heavyweight. But if I if I move to Masters, it's it's under 220 and I, I top out at about 190. So it's, I wouldn't be competitive anyway, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. And How you tall could... are you? <laughs> if, uh, shit, 5'8". Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, you will just assume like these strongman guys are like six six, six seven, four hundred pounds. So yeah, well you know, uh, so yeah, so I grew up watching uh, strongman, uh, like World Strongest Man, and also like lumberjack games and Highland games and all that kind of stuff on ESPN. Um, and I always wanted to do it. I mean, it's all I ever wanted to do. I, I would just, I just knew I would be good at it. But I mean, I was tiny, so it didn't make any sense. Um, and then in 2015. I, uh, yeah, I think it was 2015. I forget what I was doing. Like maybe, uh, so I was going to the gym for a while, uh, just doing like regular gym stuff, like back and buys, chest and tries, like bro splits. And, uh, I, I decided I didn't give a shit how I looked and I just wanted to be strong. So I, like, I literally Googled like how to get strong and like the power lifts came up. It was like deadlift squat. I was like, okay, so I'm going to do those. Um, and then I think I, I, uh, I found Pavel. What's that dude's name? Pavel Satsulin, the the kettlebell yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he was he he was talking about uh, what was he saying? He was saying like always make sure you have a competition on the horizon. That way you have something to train for. Uh, so I decided I was going to try to compete in powerlifting. Um, but almost immediately I realized, well, shit. If there, if there's a competitive powerlifting scene for like an amateur, like if if I could do it, there must be strongman, right? Like I live in New York, so I just I, I, I found a coach um, like that same day and just immediately signed up for a competition. So, yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> man, you should see it when I go to some of the bigger shows. I'm, I'm always one of the smallest guys there. And I always somehow make friends with one of the biggest guys. <laughs> 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 and then and then my, my, my girlfriend, you know, like uh, so right now I'm, I'm like trying to I, well, I'm always trying to put on weight. It's really hard for me to put on weight. So. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm eating as much as possible, really trying to gain weight right now. My girlfriend is really encouraging and she's like, Oh my God, you look so big. <laughs> and, and she came with me to a show a few months ago and she was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> like the size of some of the people there. Uh, yeah, not me though. <laughs> yeah. Some of those dudes are massive. Yeah. Um, I always like the, the pictures they have online of like a bodybuilder next to an average person and the bodybuilder looks huge. And then they put the bodybuilder next to a strong man and the bodybuilder looks freaking tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm even smaller than the average man. <laughs> uh, but it's called strong man, not big man. You know, that's yeah, important. True. That's what I tell them. So you said you started, you started in 2015. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, so five years and you're, you're at the top of the game already. 
Oh, yeah, it's the top of the game. And then uh, I just I just a, a couple of weeks ago may have blown out my back, so it might all be over. <laughs> but but maybe not. Well, before As, you you blow out your back, what were your some of your best numbers for like squat, bench press, deadlift? Uh, so shit, I don't really have numbers for that. I've got a number for front squat. <laughs> what do you have front squat? Uh, well, I, I hit a four hundred five front squat. Um. But I, I wasn't really chasing a number, so I, I, I'm sure I could hit a bigger front squat than that now. Um, the only number I really track is overhead pr- strict press. Uh, that. And, uh, what did I hit? 210, I think. Um, that was a while back. That was when I was uh, – wait, was that when I was a 165? No, that would be too impressive. But I, I, haven't, I, haven't tra- I, haven't, I haven't checked that in a while uh deadlift uh i pulled 680 uh in in the 181 class or uh but uh but yeah that was, that was bench, maybe 330 i guess 3 320 something like that not not big not much that deadlift was in competition right that deadlift was in competition yeah so the way um m- most of them work uh in in strongman or at least the the federation that i uh compete in mostly which is USS uh, is it's called Wessel's rules and you get, and it's not dissimilar to, uh, to, to powerlifting, but, but you get three attempts. Um, you, you can go in, in any order. It's not like everyone has the same order, sort of like powerlifting. You don't have to call your numbers out until like you're ready to go. Uh, and if you miss an attempt, you're out. So if you miss your first attempt, you don't get the next two. <laughs> uh, so, and it's, it's just a bunch of guys crowded around one bar, you know? So there's a lot of like, it, it's kind of fun. It's a lot of like, it, it, there can be some mind games, you know, like trying to convince someone else that you're going to go really big so that they like screw up their first number, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But the 680 was my third and final attempt. Um, and the national record had just been set at 675. So I decided to just hit 680. Mm. Um but it, I mean, it flew up. If anyone's seen it uh, on my Instagram, it, it really went up fast. So I, I feel like that day I at least had 700 in me. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and that's what I've recent, I was recently training for is to break the deadlift world record. Uh, so the lightweight strongman uh, deadlift world record right now is 705. Uh, so that's, I've got a competition in April, the end of April, that I was uh, going to gonna, gonna break that on. Is that across all federations? Like, do, pe- do people consider, like, there's just one world record? Because in, in powerlifting, it's fractured, and there's... <sighs> I mean... Records. So, so, so the federation I, I compete in, USS, uh, has powerlifting weight classes, right? Like 165, 181, that sort of thing. But the rest of the world, for the most part, and this other uh, federation in America, Strongman Corporation, they do, uh, like kilograms like 80 90 so 175 or 176 198 so for it to be a world record it kind of has to be in strongman corporation mm-hmm. um like i could i could pull 800 in uh uss but as a 181 it doesn't really compare to what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. um and i actually i'm i'm pretty new to even understanding the world record thing because um I sent a, a message to the event of the uh, uh, of this competition asking if the uh, re- if the record was world record eligible. Like I thought there might need to be a, a somebody there to because that's the way it works for national records. Like a national chair has to be there and give the down command or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody commented, uh, if you take a video <laughs> and post it, it's a world record. <laughs> and, 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 and someone else this this guy, Kale Beck, who's a. Uh, Who's like uh, I don't know how to describe him in the strongman world, but he's like whatever. He he agreed. He was just like, yep, that's right. So I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm also using straps and a suit, and you can fucking hitch the piss out of it, which I wouldn't do, but you know, uh, you, you could. So yeah, we we have a lot of pure a lot of purists who would who would say something about that. Yeah, I I yeah I I hate the hitching, like the the ridiculous hitching. I mean, I think it's. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. You see some wild shit with that. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't think a suit should be allowed, but, but that's <laughs> the rules. But if I'm going to use it. Yeah. If it is, I'm going to use it. Yeah. It's, it's the rules. Might as well just go with it. 
Um, so any, you talked about the, the world record, but any other future girl goals, uh, as a competitor? Uh, well, no, not, not really. Um, well, <laughs> I, well, I, I wanted to win world strongest man again this year, uh, to get it twice in a row. And then I said, fuck it may as well just win it again the next year, the following year, make it three times in a row. <laughs> but yeah. so that, that's kind of how my goals go. Uh, you know, uh, once I won world strongest man, I, I thought, well, um, maybe I'll bump up a weight class. But then I, I just I just decided that I, I just want to be the the best lightweight amateur strongman competitor ever. <laughs> so that's the, so that's kind of my goal. It's a bit of a long term goal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, like a lifetime goal, uh, I'd like to deadlift eight hundred pounds. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then powerlifting meet. I think I think you were gonna do a deadlift only meet, but you, you never have any interest in competing in powerlifting, right? Well, yeah, I got I got an invite to the XPC 21 deadlift salute at the Arnold, mm-hmm. um, but it's it was gonna come like right in the middle of prep for this April competition, and it just it just didn't seem like it it made sense for me to. It's because it's not something I care about uh, necessarily, um, right. and I I was afraid that it would it would affect the number in April. But right. this 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 back thing I'm dealing with right now is gonna is affecting all of it, so uh, yeah, so it might not matter anyway. Yeah, as somebody who's broken their back multiple times, there's there's always a way out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a pro. You just you just gotta ask me some questions. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so now uh, take a turn on the discussion. Talk uh talk a little bit about the dark side. Yeah. Um, Go, the fun go, stuff. Go down, go down that, go down that road. Uh, first, I just want to put a disclaimer out that these views are yours, and Arian and I, you know, we have our own respective views on all this stuff, and we're we're all individuals here. So, um, but anyway, if you want to, you can lead off on this. What Joe's trying to say is we're about to talk about steroids, <laughs> <laughs> anabolics. Uh, yeah, you gotta call them anabolics. Uh, yeah, I feel like we should have said that at the very top, so people would have, uh, they would have known what they were, they were getting into. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a surprise, you know. You get to the middle, yeah, and yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, so maybe I'll just, I'll just tell you about uh, my experience with them, uh, my history, and sort of, we'll go from there. Yeah, give us some background. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, in 2015. Uh, that's when I, yeah, that's when I, that's when I started competing in strongman. Um, and I won my very first competition, uh, put me straight to nationals. And then I took second place at nationals. Uh, that was all as a natty. Uh, and then even after that, uh, my first national championship win was as a natty at 165. Um, so how, I think I think I, I think I started um, using anabolics in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old would that make me? About 30, 35 at the time. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like 35. So I I skipped the whole like just going to the gym and asking people stuff, and I, I found. Um, like a TRT doctor, like a life extension, right? So like yep. testosterone replacement therapy. Yep. Um, and, and I mean, it's crazy. You can just Google that and have a phone consult with a doctor. And as long as you're, I mean, as long as your testosterone levels aren't sky high, they're just like, Oh, you'd be the perfect candidate for this. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how easy it was. Yeah. Um, that's literally how you, that's literally how you, you started. You just Googled yeah. it, called a doctor and, Got yeah. a prescription. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, so in Strongman, it's not, it's really funny. It's it's not openly talked about. I mean, there are a few of us who are very, very open with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a few people who, like, pretend like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want to talk about it. But for the most part, it's, it's funny. It's it's everyone knows it exists and everyone, not everyone does it, but everyone knows that it's it's used. But it's also just kind of ignored, which I guess, I guess makes sense. There's no sense in like, you know, talking about it all the time. But um, 
yeah, so, might mess so, up with uh, sponsorships and stuff like that. You know, I yeah, I don't know. It, it might. Yeah, it it might. I, I mean, I, re- I wasn't there like a uh, an ESPN article uh, last year that was like Thor admits to using anabolic steroids. It's like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> like no kidding. Um, so it, it's you know I was I was new to the to the community and and um, I, I didn't necessarily know. I mean, obviously there are a few guys with the way that they looked. It seemed obvious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not something that was, it was necessarily in my face or I, that I thought I needed to do or had to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I took, I took a small break from Strongman, like maybe, maybe a year. Um, and when I got back into it, um, I decided I wanted to take it really seriously. And, and that's when I found, like, I think I'd heard enough whisperings. I was like, oh, so, you know, cause you hear steroids, like, what does it mean? It's, and what it really is, it's, it's, everything's just, um, um, a, a version or, or a derivative of, of testosterone, right? Like mm-hmm. everything's testosterone or slightly modified testosterone. Right. Um, so like all of it, like, you know, trend, halo, whatever, just mm-hmm. regular tests. Um, so I, I, I think I, I, I figured out or I learned that I just need to be taking testosterone or I don't need to, but that's kind of where you start. So, I, so I found the doctor, um, and it was, yeah, I mean, it was just so easy. I, I had recently gotten some blood work done anyway, so I just sent that to them. And so so testosterone levels can be, whatever, I don't know, like the normal range is like 200 to 1,000 or something like that. Yeah. So I think mine was like 500 or, or 300 or four, uh, it, plenty high enough, <laughs> you know. Right. But because there, there are legitimate health reasons why someone might need to have testosterone uh, replacement therapy. Um, can you guys still hear me? Yep. yep. Okay. My, my headphones just died. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I got it. No, we got uh, you. Sorry. That's why I paused. I, I heard a beep in my headphones. Um, right. yes. So, so there are legitimate reasons like why you might need to take it. Uh, and that's, that's more on the medical side, but, but these guys, the people you can Google, they, they're just, they're just selling stuff. So, you know, insurance isn't going to cover it. They just basically sold me and shipped me and they, they all it, dude it all comes from florida yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it came from florida um so i, I did that for um for probably for probably about a year um off and on so so the way that that the doctors will do it they'll, they'll put you on um generally like a, a a 10 10 week cycle and then they'll do a pct uh, so pct is post-cycle therapy and that's going to be like uh, taking things like um, HCG, which is an injection you give yourself once a day to make your balls come back. Because as you, uh, you know, as you uh, uh, take testosterone, it's going to shut down your natural, your natural supply. So w- what I've, what I eventually learned is, is, is kind of going off and on like that is, is really, a, is really a bad idea. Um, it's just throwing your body through these fluctuations that you really don't need to have. Mm-hmm. So, so for about a year, I, I would like, I would be on it and then go off of it and go on it and then go off of it. And also was just, to be honest, it was just really expensive. Yeah. Um, so what, what I, I, I remember I, I decided that I wanted more than, than they were prescribing me. So that's when I turned to the real dark side and just started asking people <laughs> where to get some, um, <laughs> Which let me just, for the record, like don't, it, it, no one should do that. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> or at least ask around enough until you find. I mean, it, yeah. Like I got, I got some bad stuff. You know, bath, I got bath, bathtub test. Yeah, I got some bathtub stuff. You know, I mean, it's it's like it literally says testosterone on it, and it's and it looks like it was printed with a, uh, you know, an inkjet printer. I, I mean, it's just. Whatever. So I, I wanted to supplement and, and add more in to see, you know, if, if I took more, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it was bad. Like I got, I got a fever, you know, I got like uh, a big hematoma at the injection site. Uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's potentially really dangerous. It's not, it's not a good idea. You were doing this all on your own, right? Outside of the doctor, you didn't have, uh, you didn't have any guidance or anything like that. No, no guidance. None. No. Right. Um, so just just experimenting 
Yeah. 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 Um, which, which is, yeah. Well, I think why I enjoyed it so much, cause I, I do love experimenting. <laughs> I love, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, trying something out, seeing what happens, changing something slightly, seeing how that changes it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were, there were two different times that I, I, I bought stuff. I bought something and I was like, well, this is garbage. I have to throw it out. And I found another source, bought that. It was garbage. Had to throw it out. Finally, I, I found um, I found a, a good source, and 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 that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I, I decided to stop using the doctor because uh, it's just it was just so expensive. I, I realized it's just it's, it's just a drug dealer, you know. I mean, yeah. Really. yeah. Um, they call them life life clinics or whatever the aging clinics. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so or, funny. It's um, like for like for like a uh, a cycle or even like monthly, like for the TRT around how much does that cost? Um, what was it? I mean, like two hundred fifty bucks a month. So 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 not like I mean I mean you hear numbers like oh bodybuilders can spend up to ten thousand a month on a cycle or I I think that's. I mean, I, I've heard that number thrown around. I think it's it's a lie. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, it's just like an extra two three hundred bucks a month. You know. But the thing was, I, I'd be paying um, paying like all at once, like for six months worth or something. So you know, just dropping like fifteen hundred bucks is kind of a kind of a pain in the ass. Whereas I could get like two months worth of tests for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, from if I just bought it from from someone else. Um, then the, the, the next step sort of in my evolution and understanding was, I want to say it was, it wasn't starting strength. I, I can't remember which podcast it was, but, but someone had a, my, a friend of mine sent me a podcast about, um, uh, AIs. So, uh, aromatase inhibitor inhibitors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, uh, as a, as a, as a male, you have testosterone and, and estrogen to some, to some extent. And if you, uh, if you, you know, supplement testosterone, um, by, by injecting it and you, you have too much, you can, it, it will, con- some of it will convert to estrogen, which is a natural process. But if you use too much, uh, and in the wrong ways, it'll, um, it'll convert too much. And then you have, you know, sky high estrogen, which is just as bad as having low testosterone. Yeah. Um, but so I was listening to the pot, this podcast about how those are really terrible for you. And, and it turns out it's, it's really true. So these AIs, like one is a nastrozole, also known as a um, it, it spikes your triglycerides. It, it lowers your bone mineral density. Um, it causes cognitive, uh, fog, just, just all this stuff. And, and I had actually noticed that because with the doctor, the TRT doctor, um, they, they prescribed that out of the gate. They're just like, okay, here's your testosterone. You inject that once a week, uh, and here's these pills. You take one every other day or whatever. Um, and yeah, I noticed like I'd gotten some, you know, cognitive fog. You know, just like couldn't remember stuff. Just and also, I mean, if I'm a strong man, I'm trying to lift stuff and you know, load fucking kegs. I want my bone mineral density to be to be about as high as possible, not <clears throat> leaching. You know, and. Yeah. Uh, and also just just health wise, like raising triglycerides. I mean, I'm in my mid to late thirties now. Like those are things I, I need to look at. Sure. Um. So I so I stopped taking those those AIs, and then I got a little bit of gyno. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it wasn't it wasn't quite as as simple as just not taking those. So for anyone who doesn't know, gynecomastia is uh, a process where your breasts grow tissue. Um, so I, I, you know, it was just, it was very light. I just noticed that it started happening. So it's not like, you know, if you see me, I don't have boobs. Um, <laughs> or at least I don't think I do. Maybe I do. Um, so we'll fast forward. Um, I, I found, um, a, a group of people, uh, who do anabolics coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a mentor through that and I started, um, I guess taking classes on it, essentially, I became one of the, uh, like as a coached member, I became, uh, like I'm, I'm now working on, on being a coach. Yeah. Um, and there's just, and it's essentially to, to help 
anyone like someone like me who had to go through all these different steps and doing things that are potentially really unhealthy um, along that journey of, of figuring things out. So, so one of the reasons, um, just as an example, one of the reasons um, I, I ended up getting uh, that little bit of gyno that I did, or at least the start of it, was because I stopped taking those AIs, for one, but it's really because um, I was only in, injecting once a week. So what would happen is I, I, would, I would inject, um, you know, like whatever, Monday. So it would spike the levels that day and they would slowly dissipate down throughout the week. And then I'd spike them again on, on Monday the next week. So I'm just having these huge fluctuations in, hor in hormones. It, it's, it's, it's just really, it's just really, you know, nasty stuff for your body as, as far as um as far as those levels go you want you want them to be as even as possible so now i inject a tiny amount every single day um there's also like a ton of supplementation i take i eat you know five to seven cups of dark leafy greens every day uh there there are so many things that that, that i that i do now to, to keep myself healthy um that you don't need an, another prescription essentially to do right? right so you go to the doctor and they're just like and also you know not for nothing the reason they're giving that prescription is because they charge you for it you know yeah, yeah. so also giving these pills just in case uh, the estrogen gets too high you don't even have to worry about it but you don't want to take that stuff unless you absolutely have to and if you do have to take it there's probably something else you should be looking at like well your diet's complete garbage you know um <laughs> you know maybe there's some supplements you can take um that that can help out uh before that maybe you're using way too much. And that's another thing. I mean, people just use, oh, my God, the amount of times I've heard people talk about, like, using a gram of test a week. That's crazy. <laughs> just using so much shit. Um, As a comparison, how much, Joe, would you take? Uh, so, so on the TRT, it would be uh, 250 milligrams. Okay. Uh, and, that, and, that's a, and that's a generally a good, a good dosage um, for a, a TRT-type mm -hmm. uh, dosage. Uh, right now I'm, uh, I'm doing what's called a blast. So, so I, I do what's called blast and cruise. So the blast would be a higher dosage, like while I'm in prep for a competition. And then when I'm done, I go back down to a cruise dose. Mm -hmm. Uh, so right now I'm doing five, 500, uh, milligrams. So, so half that, but yeah. it's also important that I'm not, you know, popping it in all at once because mm -hmm. if you pop it in all at once, um, a huge amount of that's going to be converted to estrogen. Uh, and that can become uh, pretty carcinogenic. So just just little bits, little bits every day. Oh. Uh, so w when you first started using, did you notice immediate change changes in strength and body con composition, or did that that's take a, a while? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, yes and no. You know, like looking back on it, I, I noticed that it happened, but at the time <laughs> I didn't. So, so I'm, I'm not exactly, uh, like an ectomorph, but I really, my body wants to be 150 pounds. It just really wants to be very small and, and, you know, uh, light. So it helped with appetite and it also helps with uh, protein synthesis and, and just putting on weight. Uh, so I did notice that I gained weight. That was probably something that, that was easy for me to notice. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do remember uh, specifically it was I was testing I was, I was testing overhead press. And so my my coach, um, we don't use RPE, but he'll do like I mean, I'm sure it's it's really sim is similar, like over the course of, say, an eight week cycle, uh, the first week will be find a heavy 10 and then do back down sets. And the next week will be hot, find a heavy eight. Right. Mm -hmm. So so in that way, I'm sure there's some it's similar to an RPE, but, but what I end up doing is, um, you know, it takes me a while to find it. So it was like, uh, I don't know, find a, find a heavy eight of over strict overhead press. And I think like 185 was my previous one rep max. And so I was like, well, shit, eight, you know, maybe, maybe I've got 135 on this and I blasted out 10. Then I put 10 pounds on, blasted out 10, put 10, and I just kept going up. <laughs> and I was shocked. And, and, and I, I had like this, I can't remember what it was, but it was just like a really surprising big number. And I was so proud of myself. And I texted him and I was, <laughs> I remember texting him and saying, uh, dude, your programming is so amazing, whatever. <laughs> and then he just replied, are you, are you running something? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I'm running a little bit of test. He goes, well, well, there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, looking back on it, um, yeah, I definitely noticed, uh, there are some, uh, yeah, there, there were definitely some, some strength gains. It, it's funny cause there's this whole contingency of people that say steroids don't make you strong. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, it's I, it's sort of true. Like I get it; they don't make you strong, but maybe it's more like they they can't replace all the other things that are really important with training, right? But I mean, there's just no denying it; they definitely add strength. I mean, it, it's crazy. Just like I mean, well, it's not crazy the the the, the, the numbers that I that I got, but it, it was it was surprising. It was surprising at the time. Uh, right. So yeah, definitely a little bit of strength gain, uh, weight gain for sure. Um, not, not a ton, but, but a little bit, but what I, what I really noticed was, so it's, it's not something, you know, it's not something like, you know, a a more recreational drug where you take it and you immediately tell what it does. Uh, the, what I noticed is when I did my first PCT, I got really lethargic, you know, Mm. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I understand what it was doing. You know, I had more energy for the gym. I I could, I I could increase my volume a little bit, uh, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But you know, it's so incremental that you don't really notice it happening. But, uh, yeah, when I, when I stopped doing it the first time and did my first PCT, I was just lazy, man. I just wanted to take naps. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't get, couldn't get motivated to go to the gym or anything. And, you know, eventually that, that, subsides and that and part of that has more to do with you know you're just dropping all testosterone even your own natural production so that that balances out after a while anyway but um uh but yeah so so sort of that that's what i more noticed was was when i when i wasn't uh taking it for these uh last few years would you see say your strength like shop really quick at first and then kind of slow down just like a natural person or do you think you're like consistently making the same amount of progress yeah i think it's sort of um with without giving it too much of an endorsement it it, uh it kind of takes you to a a, a, like just a different another level right so it's sort of you're you're gonna get that immediate you you kind of get newbie gains again Mm -hmm. but but then it's 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 just similar to like anything else you know you're Mm -hmm. just and also, if if you're, you know, I'm sure you guys know, if you're, if you're that much stronger and your numbers go that much bigger, you can't, you know, it's just, it's it's also a different kind of training. I can't train that heavy all the time. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's not, it's certainly not linear uh, with the progression. I mean, yeah, it sort of just like takes you up. That sounds corny. Takes you to the next level. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it's not like you keep taking it and you just consistently like, oh my God, you know, without fail, my, my deadlift goes up 25% a year. You know, like it's, I, I remember I kind of peaked at about 545, 565 for a deadlift uh, as a 165 pound natty competitor. And then um, the next year, I think I hit 605. But, you know, that was like two years ago and I'm just now getting to 680. Right. So, um, and that's, and that's with a suit without a suit. I think my best unsuited pull is like maybe 645. So, you know, I went from 545 to six, a hundred pounds in like two or three years. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm a lot, I'm a, a whole weight class bigger. So it's, it's not, it's not necessarily, uh, the gains aren't huge, you know, it's like a diminishing return after a while. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think the place where the gains do become uh, are are more. Uh, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but uh, they they could continue is is maybe with like uh, like bodybuilding. Um, so so you know steroids uh, or anabolics have have two ratings. One is androgenic, and the other is anabolic. So the androgenic is. Um, you know, the things that's going to cause the side effects, but also the things that, that are going to give you strength. Um, and the anabolic just means it's going to make your muscles grow. So, uh, so I, I take the androgenic stuff, the more androgenic stuff. Um, and, and then as a bodybuilder, you take that, but also, you know, there are a lot of compounds you could use for, um, 
just anabolic growth. You know, I mean, they take insulin. Uh, that's, uh, I, I guess I don't really, I don't really put that under the umbrella of anabolic. Some people do. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, you know, HGH, that's, you know, that if you, if you started doing stuff like that, you could just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, look at fucking rich Piana, you know, that's not a, <laughs> you, you know. could just keep putting mass on, you know, yeah. Until, oh. until your heart explodes. You, yeah. You can keep putting, you can put mass on as much as your, your ability to eat is. Right. That, that's, that's my, that's my biggest problem is I just can't eat enough. I just, yeah. I just can't do it. I don't enjoy it. Never have. I don't have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love eating. Um, So you've been doing, you've been doing this for a little while now and it seems like, uh, would you say that harm reduction in, if you're going to start taking steroids should be top priority um, to, to do it intelligently and then also long-term, right? Because I feel like a lot of people dive into this stuff and then, you know, just fucking yeah. wreck, wreck themselves in a year or two. And totally. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, so what, what I'm doing now with, with the, the, the coaching that I'm trying to do is first and foremost, uh, yeah. Harm reduction. I mean, yeah, it has to be said that if you're, if you're going to be doing this stuff for whatever your goal is, whether it's to get bigger, to look better, to feel better, uh, or to be stronger or to compete or whatever, you, you need to have a realistic vision of, of what those are. And, and, and that vision needs to incorporate the fact that, yeah, you're taking on some risk by doing this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, yeah, you can be like, what, what's a good analogy? Like something really dangerous, but you're going to try to do that dangerous thing as safely as possible. You're still doing something, you know, dangerous, Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to some degree. Of course. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I mean, part of it is going to be not just buying something from some guy at the gym, because honestly, who knows what the hell is in it? <laughs> uh, you know, so find so finding a trusted source and then and then finding someone who can who can sort of guide you through uh, through through the processes uh, of what to take and how much and. And I mean, and there's so much stuff that I'm still learning. You know, every week I've, uh, we have these these lectures, and then we have to like take a take a test and write some essays on it. I mean, there's there's stuff having to do with blood type, um, and and each blood type is like uh, more prone to certain diseases or uh, certain certain pathologies. So, like, let's say you're a type O. Uh, and type O has a, a, predis- a generally a predisposition to uh, I don't know heart, heart disease disease or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, or, or maybe cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. or maybe you have a family history of cancer. Uh, you know, we, we really need to take a look at that before you decide you use HGH because HGH is going to like you know tremendously uh, speed up the growth of cancer cells, um, and and just. I mean, so much, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm at any risk of sounding like an expert, but I'm no expert <laughs> and there's right. just, so, there's still so much, um, so much for me to learn. Um, but yeah, I, I think if, if it's something that you do decide to do, uh, at no less than the age of 27, <laughs> I think, yeah. um, then the, the the first thing is to know that you are assuming some risk um, and, and and just to know, you know, what you can realistically expect. Uh, yeah, I, I think people wreck themselves because they think they can just blast it, blast some stuff for a while. Um, and they don't know what they're doing. They don't know where it's from. They don't know what to expect. Also, they're just not ready. I mean, I, I've talked to a bunch of guys that are in their 20s and they know that I, I take stuff and you know, I make jokes about getting them on gear. I'm like, oh, we got to get you some on some gear. And then, and then they're like, oh, really? You think so? And I'm just like, no, man. Look, <laughs> like, you look like you've got more testosterone than me. Like, you're fine. You're in your 20s, you know? Like, right. just get more sleep, drink water, eat whole foods. You're going to be good, man. Like, you know, it, yeah. And then if there's a reason you want to do it, you, yeah. you know, then there's right. that. But no, I... I I think I think that's a great point that you make that that harm reduction 
uh, or the minimization of, the, of that risk that you're assuming is, is, is really, really important. Yeah. I also think, um, that a lot of, a lot of particularly young people think that it, it's like a magic pill or something. Right. And really it's like, if you just look at, if you want to get strong, if you just look at your optimizing your training, optimizing your technique, optimizing your, your nutrition, sleep and all that stuff that ultimately all those things probably will get you further than just hopping on gear with shitty training, shitty programming, shitty nutrition. Like that's not going to fix that stuff. Oh, dude, 100%. Yeah. I, I personally, I just, I, I see it that way. And I, obviously I've never taken, not obvious, <laughs> but I've never taken steroids, but it just seems, it seems culturally that mainstream culture and in strength sports subculture that I think a lot of young people particularly think that it's a, it's just a magic pill that'll get you to a level, but there's so much other stuff that you could be doing that will get you further than that potentially. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, even outside of our own, our own little community, like, I mean, actually, do people do juice cleanses anymore? I was about to make an example of us. But- <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude we, we live in Brooklyn. Everybody does yeah. a fucking juice cleanse. <laughs> so, so People you- don't eat food anymore. They just drink fucking juice. <laughs> and, you know, I think there's like an assumption that they're going to do that for a little while and that's going to somehow put them into a place that they couldn't have gotten otherwise, you know, like it it feels really good to like think that you're going to take this thing and it's going to turn you into something. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was even at the, at the doctor the other day getting my blood work done. Oh, getting your blood work done every 60 days. Super important. You know, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So, so I mean, otherwise you don't know what's happening. So I just recently started a new cycle. Um, I got my blood work done the day before I started and I'm going to get it taken 60 days in to see if the things that I'm doing are affecting me the way that I'm expecting them to. Right. Yeah. Or else you're just kind of, Winging, winging it, yeah, yeah, and, and also, yeah, even if, even if you talk to somebody who's a, an expert and they they help you out with a cycle, there's still just how your own body responds to it, right? Um, but but yeah, I was I was at the I was at the doctor and, and she and I were talking about how people kind of get upset when they don't have something wrong with them, you know, <laughs> like like you go to the doctor, I'm sure it's this, I'm sure it's this, and it turns out no, you just have a shitty lifestyle. <laughs> uh, like, but because it, it would just feel so good to know that there was a a, a reason, you right. know, that something wrong. Even with my back, yeah. I, I keep I keep saying, oh, I think I tore something. I'm like, I don't know if I tore anything, but I really want to get an X-ray and an MRI so I can find out. Like, oh, yep, I tore it. I blew it out. I blew out my back. It's not because I've neglected soft tissue work. It's not because I don't do prehab. It's not that I don't warm up. It's that something's wrong with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually that's actually a really good uh really good analogy too because there is no there's no magic fix for that and it's like a you have to look at it on a macro level of what things what things can you do to to to, to mitigate you know the risk of strength training but that's coming from me who's fucked my back up you know more times than I can count. So now that you get your uh your blood test done after you started taking, has your testosterone levels gone up? Oh my God, dude. Yeah. I mean, my test, uh, I think, wow, shit, what were they? I think my test levels are like, shit, I should, I should pull them up. I think, I mean, they're, they're in the thousands. It's, okay. it, it, it's huge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. And uh, so even, even with you aging and getting close to your forties, it's still like overcoming that and basically like doubled your levels. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Say the those aging clinics. You just got <laughs> to move to Florida. Everyone just needs to move to Florida. Yeah. You'll live. You'll live forever. You'll never die. Dude, it's. I mean, Google <laughs> any any single one of those. Just Google TRT. Google get TRT now. Click on any of the sponsored ads. Scroll to the bottom of the first page, and I'm sure it says, you know, like Palm Beach. That's, yeah. That's, like yeah. positive. They're all they're, they're all where Arian is. It's like Boynton and fucking Broward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's re it's it's drug rehabs and uh and life extension. It's the whole <laughs> the whole economy. Uh, a couple questions as far as the uh, philosophy. One would be, do you have a plan for like? How much longer you're gonna take um, the performance enhancers and then come off of it so you can like be healthy for the rest of your life? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, that's sort of a moving target for me right now. 
So, so just being, I guess, brutally honest, I, I've been wanting to, to take a little time off for a while now. And, but the schedule of my competitions is such that it just, they just keep butting up next to each other. Like I had nationals and then I had lightweight worlds just right after. And then I had world strongest man one month after that. And I just had New York strongest man, which I was, I didn't even want to compete in, but I'd already signed up. So I was like, well, shit, I just, and I didn't do any, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't do anything crazy uh, as far as anabolics go for that, but I still was like, okay, after that, I'm going to take some time off. And then right when it was time for that, this April competition with the deadlift possibility, the world record possibility popped up. And I was just like, well, there's no, uh, you know, I can't, I need to take some fucking time off. So uh, with, with the way my back is now, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm really not sure. I might, I might be taking some time off right now um, because I think with the use of them, um, it, it makes me stronger. It allows me to, to go up in volume and intensity. Um, and I have personally neglected my, like I said, my prehab, my rehab, my soft tissue work. Um, and, and I think that's what, what's, what's happened with my back. Uh, so, so to answer your question, uh, yeah, my philosophy is to eventually stop taking it, but it's also, Maybe I won't stop taking it ever. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. So if I were to to long term do anything, it would end up being a TRT thing, right? Um, uh, like if you see if you see a dude in his fifties or sixties and he's got a, a he's got a chest, he's got some delts. That's yeah. cool. TRT, you know. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I, I it's really there, there's nothing physiologically addictive about it but but it you know i'd be a fool to say that it, it doesn't have some element of, of of an addictive uh property to it because it's just like yeah if you ask me like oh are you ever going to come off and i'm like yeah of course but then i'm like well shit i don't know man if i'm in my 50s and 60s it'd be cool to still you know you know have energy and like just bop around and like i don't know <laughs> you, you could be like uh louis simmons i think he talks about like he just gonna take tests for the rest of his life <laughs> yeah i mean you know as long as you're not i mean at that point i'd just do it for lifestyle i guess um and not not to lift uh not to lift weights but he broke yeah. his back he broke his back too <laughs> <laughs> they all broke their back maybe you should do some reverse hypers <laughs> oh, shit, I did something the other day. <laughs> the uh, the other question I had for you is, uh, are you in a relationship? Uh, I am, yeah. So how did that work? Did you like keep it a secret at first, or did you like tell, hey babe, I'm taking steroids? So yeah, so I I was I was married at the time that uh, that I started the TRT, um, and she she was. Uh, she was not happy about it at all. Uh, she she also didn't really care for strongman or, or any of that stuff anyway. Um, and I, I think my my so it, it's a little bit. Of, I, was, I was honest about it, but also kind of secretive about it because, you know, I told her well I got it from a doctor, uh, and I I think I understood that she thought I meant my doctor. You know, I'm sure she didn't know. I, I just Googled something. Right? And I, not not Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in, in when I pinned, I'd always make sure she was in the shower. So I didn't have No, I would I would never do it in front of her because I don't even know if she knew that there were needles involved. Um, and then we, we actually got into a, a bit of an argument about it one time because I think she realized that it was not quite what she thought it was. Um Anyway, she and I uh, are, are divorced now, and I have—I'm seeing someone else, um, and maybe I just have the benefit of starting a new relationship, having this already be a part of my life. Um, uh, so she she totally knows about it and uh, is totally fine with it, and she'll even she'll even poke me uh, <laughs> if I ask. Her. <laughs> and is she a fan of strongman? Oh my God, she loves it. Yeah, she thinks great. it's great. Yeah, yeah, she thinks it's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely a different relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're probably at the end of this. Do you have any any parting advice? Just general advice uh, for anyone considering PEDs. 
Um, no, maybe just more philo- philosophical stuff about, uh, you know, man, life, life is really long and yeah, I, I was, I was talking to a, a good little buddy of mine, uh, who's in strong, man. He's, he's strong as hell. He's an up and comer. He's only 20. Um, and, and he blew out his back recently. I mean, and that's just a catch all. I'm just saying blown out. Cause I don't know what happened. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and, and he's like really down on himself and, and I just have to remind him, like, dude, you've got 18 years until you get to my age, you know? So, so, so there's, I mean, and, and that's, I, you know, I think that kind of thing is worth thinking about, not just in, in what we do, but in so many areas, you know? Uh, and I think the, the only advice I would have is, you know, know, know why you're going to do it. Be honest with yourself why you're doing it, because it's easy to trick yourself into believing that you're doing it for, you know, uh, a different than you really are and, and find someone who, who can help you, uh, and guide you and point you in the right direction and, and, and start slow or don't start at all. Don't just, don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just, <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> that sounds like decent. <laughs> you know? It's like, I mean, am, am I, am I like the mom who's like, well, if they're going to drink, I'd rather him drink at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buying them a six pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, that was super informative. Yeah. I think that's, that's good advice. And I, I think you guys hit on uh, two pretty good points for uh, the overall episode as one, you mentioned the thing about being ready. And I think that encompasses a lot of variables um, because it can be even being ready to like spend that extra money because you might already be paying for a gym membership. You might be paying a coach. Now you have to pay for these, uh, uh, whatever you're taking, whatever performance enhancers you're taking. It's a lot of money that adds up. So people have to be prepared for the, the price. They also have to be prepared for taking it. If you have to take it every day and you forget or whatever like that, it's going to mess yeah. you up. And then the other thing you said as far as like uh, your nutrition too, you might have to even be more focused on your nutrition to counter the uh, negative effects of uh, the performance enhancers you're taking. So I think that was a big point. And then the other thing you guys mentioned, I think Joe about like the magic pill. Um, I know Dave Pate says it's almost like a, a, like an ace card to move you up one level. So if you have to like take performance enhancers to make your high school football team, then you're not going to make it in the NFL. Yeah. But, like if yeah. you're already in the NFL and you're already elite and then you start taking it, then that boosts you up like that next level to be like an elite player. Um, yeah. It's more like a sliding scale, um, and every human is like on the sliding scale as far as ability, and then these things will just shift you up that scale a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And if anybody wants to know anything else, you can find me on Instagram at Tommy Lynn Lavelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an open book. <laughs> you can, you can you find can... him at SNS Barbell jumping down the stairs and. Uh, I was going to say you can follow Tommy just for the Instagram stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty a plus content. Oh, oh. <laughs> the steroids, the steroids allow you to create good content. Is that a thing? <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's all it actually is. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, I think that wraps it for the day. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining us. And yeah, that was, uh, that was really insightful. Good. I'm glad. Alrighty. Later, guys. All right. Great.